0: On July 5th, Meta unleashed threads with a blazing speed shattering records by amassing a staggering 100 million downloads at a pace that left even chat GPT in the dust. I'm Leah Levy, co-founder of Nanato Media and author of Beyonce Hable Español, How Lawyers Win the Hispanic Market, and this is In Camera Podcast, where we are counting the minutes for Meta to incorporate threads into its ad stack. Welcome to Camera Podcast, Private Legal Marketing Conversations. Grace, welcome back. How are you? Good, how are you, Leo? I'm doing great, Grace. Thank you so much for asking. A lot has happened since we last spoke. Most importantly, a new social platform has emerged, Threads, and that's where all of our conversation is going to be focused. But before that, let's just get into some smaller things. Grace, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it, AJ, taking place right now as we speak?
1: It sure is. It is currently running at the moment. And... um... I'm going to get some feedback, hopefully for the next show, but, um, yeah, it's, you know, AAJ always tries to do something different and this time they're doing some kind of a uh, little bit more experiential event marketing where they have, That's to, right. yeah, they're trying to make people want to go to the exhibit hall. Cause as we know. And
0: spread it out a little bit more, right? Yeah. Rather than it all happening in one single location, apparently there's kind of like stations Correct. throughout the conference obviously not for all exhibitors, but for those who are partaking into this whole new model, uh, which obviously also requires a bigger investment from an uh, exhibitor's standpoint. But yeah, interesting. I, that, that is good. And yes, we really hope that we get some insights from Michael Bloom and the team at AAJ, right? Okay. So in other news, particularly in the master's world, uh, in terms of updates, before we dive into threats and what's been going on since a week ago that it first launched
1: so there's a little bit going on in the mass tort well there's a few things going on in the mass tort world but i'd say that you know there's a few things in terms of uh, the fire foam cases are starting to uh, settle and some of the uh, 3m cases even are starting to settle so people are getting um A little bit more on the, you know, attempting to get things completed and case files. And, you know, there's always that kind of a rush into getting all of that done because of the census forms and all those forms that require quite a bit of information on them. So, definitely a a push in terms of making sure all the cases that are currently in people's dockets are getting filed and moved along.
0: Well, thanks for keeping us up to date on that. And we'll certainly. look back at this and hopefully also with more updates from what is also being talked about at AAJ, right because obviously that also touches a lot of what's happening in the masters world okay grace wonderful now let's just jump right into it threads and you know grace i i do not want to start the conversation without acknowledging that maybe, maybe, some of our listeners may not necessarily have heard of what Threads is. So why don't you give us a quick intro about it, and then we'll talk about what has happened since its launch.
1: So for everybody that doesn't know, Threads is the new platform, social media platform, by Facebook, Meta, which, if anybody knows, that's what they changed their name to, was Meta. So it is a new way of sharing information across to people that you've already kind of have um and when i say already kind of have it's because you're able to log into threads using your instagram account um and it's supposed to be text-based so it in my opinion and i believe this is kind of on everything i've seen it's to kind of replace twitter right people that (laughs) there, i think that that's what i've heard and honestly i've talked to a couple people that are using it um some that have just signed up for it and um have you know they sign up for everything that comes out new so that's what they did but they haven't really played with it in some cases but that's what the thought was is the specific person i spoke to was like yeah this is like a replacement of twitter in my opinion and you know i don't really use facebook anyway so i don't mind using this threads versus instagram or facebook because i feel like it's different and it's text yeah 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 so. Yeah, you're absolutely
0: right, Grace. I mean, you hit right off the most important points in there. It's a new social media platform, and it's by Meta. Which, you know, You know, talking about Meta, it, it, it's really, really interesting kind of how they've pretty much abandoned the Metaverse. On We've not heard about the Metaverse in such a long time, and for good reason, and nobody really cares. Um, and it's really going to be interesting to see whether they retain the name Meta When Meta was pretty much alluding and being kind of like a very bold bet into the metaverse becoming kind of like the the epicenter of anything, everything that Facebook and Instagram and all of the other platforms under Facebook at a time we're going to be centered around and it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case anymore. So it's going to be really interesting to see whether they revert or they do some adjustments to their brand architecture there, because it doesn't really make any sense that we call Facebook meta when nobody's really using any metaverse products from Facebook. Um, Grace, now, Back to the topic, Threads. When did it launch? July fifth, the day after Fourth of July, right? And here is the thing about it: the the beauty about Threads is that it launched leveraging basically Instagram as its uh, user base. And here, for the first time, as far as I know, that we've ever seen a social media platform launch where you can fully leverage your followers and your interests from an existing platform without having to go into a new one and starting from scratch because always that has been the biggest pain point for both businesses and individuals we can all remember three years ago the conversation about does it worth investing the time in building a following and a community in tiktok and the answer was 100% yes, it was worth it. But how many times can users and business owners put themselves through that cycle? It's exhausting. It's exhausting, right? And the beauty about the way that threads launched is that you could basically almost kind of like synchronize everything that you've had in your Instagram into your Threads and the other way around and make it extremely easy for those who are following you in Instagram to also follow you on threads. As a matter of fact, Grace, not to sure how much you've been playing with the app, but it's very, very sleek The way that it really differentiates between Twitter, in my opinion, is that it's more clean-looking, right? It's a feed, there is not many distractions, it's it's a white canvas, and it's very, very, very organized, very minimal. It's not flashy and distracting. And just with one button, you can easily switch between Instagram and threads. So these two are kind of like very, very tightly linked together, and it's wonderful. Now, you've also mentioned something here that it's super important. Why did threads come up? Why did Facebook had a need to all from the sudden pull up an application that is primarily text-based because you are right. It's not intending to compete with Instagram as to becoming an image or video-based app as uh, Instagram um, Reels and uh, TikTok is. But it certainly is trying to compete with Twitter. But why? Um, The reason is, if you've been following, so let's be real, first of all. Twitter, it's a tiny social media platform compared to every other platform that we just mentioned. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Twitter has a minute, very small uh, user base. And it's been declining since. The recent ownership led by Elon Musk to cover the uh, platform and so that's where Facebook saw an opportunity that's where Mark Zuckerberg saw an opportunity and said there's people that are fleeing Twitter because of many different reasons some allege that the platform has become more toxic uh, with less safeguards uh, that the user experience has declined but most importantly most importantly advertisers have fled running out of Twitter, right? Twitter used to be a platform that, if I'm not mistaken, they used to turn a profit. Very, very minute, but they used to turn a profit. Uh, It's no longer doing it, and it's very unlikely that it will attract uh, advertisers in the near future because of all of the controversy that's been going around it, right? And so what uh, Instagram, well, uh, Mark Zuckerberg meta here saw it's like, hey. You know, there's a lot of users that no longer feel welcome on Twitter. Twitter has always been a platform that's always been kind of like that golden child that never fulfilled its its, its full potential. Right. Everybody's always had like such great expectations for like, finally, Twitter is going to become the thing. Right. But it never really had. It's kind of like more of a news slash media centered app, very in- You know very active for the types that are creatives that are in the news industry so we like to spend a lot of time in twitter but outside of that you know not a lot of people are in their politics of course huge on it but um it's never really grown past that and so i think there is a massive opportunity here for threads to Kind of like take all of the opportunities that Twitter was never able to fully leverage and attract users that have already been active in Twitter and know how to use the platform and know how to create content for that platform and just bring them in and get them to post their first then on Twitter and potentially maybe even stop. Their uh, Twitter accounts all together and migrate to Twitter. Like I, I for once I can say I had so many posts in my Twitter of people who were actually um, just announcing, right? Here's my handle at Threads and see me there because they've had it, right? They didn't. They're no longer interested in spending that much time on Twitter. So what this led to, Grace, is to a huge boom in signups. By the third day, there were already 70 million people signed up to Threads. Um, I was hearing some statistics about how long it took to uh, other social media platforms to, take, to get into uh, 100 million subscribers, and it exits the year. It exits the year timeline. And what this comes to show is that ease of being able to take your platform and just add another component to it where you can just apply your same interests, your same uh, community by deploying it on automatic is extremely powerful. And I'm gonna stop right here because I'm really interested in hearing what you make out of all of
1: this. Yeah, so I mean, with, uh, with threads, it's just, it's super interesting that they, they made it really, really easy. And we all know that the user experience, particularly with social media, is the key to onboarding and getting people to sign up. And so when they switched and said Facebook was now merged with Instagram and they made it super easy to enroll in Instagram with your Facebook account, they did the same thing with threads by making it super easy to enroll into threads with your Instagram account. So that just made the most sense I've ever seen any company do. And they're trying to take it a step further. They say that this, this new social media platform will also integrate with every other social media. Well, not they didn't say every other. They said with key social media platforms, and they haven't told you which ones. Obviously, it's going to be theirs, first and foremost, which it already does. But I do foresee it potentially also integrating with other social media platforms that are of interest to their platform to gain more followers and more sign-ups.
0: Really, what this, in my opinion, really kind of like opens up the road to is for what now will we ever see, for instance, right? I mean, Google has been extremely slow at creating a social media platform that it's a different model than YouTube, right? YouTube's always been kind of like the only social media option. I don't know if you remember the good old day of Google Plus, really kind of like tanked down, terrible thing, but could now YouTube create its own social media alternative, as Threads did with Instagram, and just make it very easy for users who are part of a YouTube community to follow each other in a, in a, in a different platform where they can engage in different ways, right? Kind of like a, their own Twitter model. And that could be huge that could be extremely huge. So it's really interesting. And for TikTok, the same thing. TikTok can do exactly the same thing, right? google Google create an alternative version of its platform that it's text-based, it could 100% happen. Because we've just seen now that just the fact that they made the option available took so many users on the platform just to go and try it out, okay? So, as we speak now, there's now over 100 million users in the platform. Okay. And what is being said, though, what is being said is that there was a big hype over the first week, and now usage has started to go down. But honestly, I don't think this is a threat for any threat. No, like nobody is actually feeling that this is an app that's just gonna disappear and it just had a week of a, of, of, of a momentum. Um, it certainly is gonna stay there, stay here. And that's really what's gonna be the part, the interesting part of our conversation is like, what do we think is gonna happen on threads when it comes down to advertising? And also what law firms can actually do inside of this platform. But I do wanna point out that uh, Twitter uh, did try at some point to uh, file a lawsuit or they're still in the process of trying to file a lawsuit against uh, Meta saying that they have stole intellectual property by hiring hiring engineers from Twitter that were fired, you know, all of that saga. But then Meta just responded and say, just FYI, there, we have no ex-employees of Twitter working on the threats team. So like, That made Twitter look a little bit like not so good. And now we are in this situation where Threads is live, has a lot of active users. But here are the main differences that you can still not do in Threads. So one of them, hashtags don't work. They do not work. You cannot hashtag nothing in there. You can tag, right? You can still use the handles and tag people you cannot really search by topic you can just search by actual users and so i think this is strategic for the lounge i think that they are kind of like forcing their upper hand now and say we have leverage here we have a new product we have users now let's get them to do what we want them to do which is build their following you want to get more interesting things on your timeline that are going to be interesting to you, go and follow people. And what that does is it boosts users' egos, right? Oh, look how many followers I have. Look how much people are actually interested in what I have to say. I'm going to spend more time in this platform. So that's what they're trying to do. They don't want to have a platform where you have users who are just there without actually following no one consuming content because it doesn't really help the community. Now, what I um, also noticed, Grace, and a lot of people have been talking about is that the amount of engagement that you're getting in threads right now compared to Twitter is 30x, and it's not an exaggeration. It's real, right? Now, this also comes to show how the algorithms of the different platforms work and how great it is to be on a platform that you are not constantly being pushed content that doesn't necessarily is of interest to you or that is just flat out very poor quality advertisers. And that's really the experience of Twitter right now. Whereas in Threads, you can really get a lot of interesting things. And that's been one of the main selling points that Twitter, uh, sorry, that thread has had, is that it really kind of like came up to present itself, look guys, there's Twitter and this is the toxic option. Here is Threads, where it's kind of like a safe and more open and more friendly space, which is a little bit of an irony that it comes down from Meta, up a platform that we've know, or a company that we've know, have done a lot of harm uh, by the lack of moderation of their content, and they still do so by not properly uh, um, age gating uh, some of their platforms that obviously create a lot of teen depression and other problems that have been very, 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 very meaningful in our uh, society and communities. But, but for the first time in years, right? These guys are showing up as the good guys and so it's pretty game changer for not just the social media scenery for meta and for the potential that this has in really put in in really kind of like giving us a different opportunity to experience social media in a way that it's that it's better And I know I'm probably thinking too much pie in the sky. Maybe it's really not going to turn out like that. Maybe once advertisers start in into threats, it's going to become a place of misinformation and a a place of a lot of polarization. But as of now, it isn't. And it's leveraging that to attract users. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Now, Grace. I'd like to ask you about what do you think the opportunities for law firms are in a platform like this one?
1: So specifically because the users are following users and not content, and you can take your Instagram users essentially over with you into there, um, and that allows you to do that. Um, I think that there's actually quite a big opportunity right now for law firms to get into this because it's going to get bigger. It's already huge, it's already a massive platform with so many signups in just the first, like since inception, July 5th, that's only been a couple days really, I mean, barely a week. So with knowing all of that, if you have the bandwidth, of course, as we always suggest here, uh, it's something that's worth getting into. Um, some of the big brands are already in there. Ulta Beauty, Nike, Free People, um, they're already leveraging their Instagram followers by having them, you know, following them and then following them in the brands on threads. Now, there is um, something interesting, though, it and I don't know that a lot of people are, are noticing it or maybe they do and just it's not really being as talked about. And that is the uh, data privacy. You touched on it, Liel, earlier when you said that about Facebook being one of the worst proponents of that. As a matter of fact, it's still occurring with threads. Threads is not allowed in the EU due to data privacy laws. They will be collecting your health and fitness information, your lifestyle information, and even deeper information than what Facebook does, which is pretty deep. So they have not allowed it thus far in the EU due to this specific data privacy situation until they're able to prove that they are protecting people's Privacy and data, they will not be allowed in the EU. Yeah. So I don't know if you knew about that, but that is definitely a big situation that is going to stop international law firms from potentially <clears throat> using this with their external users outside of the US.
0: Yeah. Well, again, as uh, we've seen it time and time and again. The lack of regulation on social media is something that is being leveraged to its full extent here in the united states and that is obviously not the case in other parts of the world where they see more pushback and challenges in the way that they're going into deploying some of their products and may also create limitations to the way that certain platforms can operate now with that being said In my opinion, if you are a business, a law firm, you have an Instagram account and you've not activated your threads now, then what are you doing, right? What are you doing? You should have done that already last week when it first came out. Now, if you've not done that, do it today. Now, let's talk about the type of content though, because that's where I think maybe things may, may, may go a little bit wrong. I think one of the unique things about Instagram is that Instagram is always being very kind of like visual centered, and um, Twitter is being more kind of like written word centered, and I do think that if we do not want for Threads to become Instagram's little brother, that also showing basically reshared stories or reels or TikToks it's going to have to be a similar model than Twitter is, which is you know short, short form text. And I think that is great because we've not have a place where you were worried. Like one of the reasons a lot of law firms never really got into Twitter is because it didn't, didn't make a lot of sense to them to be there because the audience there was very small in many cases for many law firms, not very segment. Not their segment. Their segments were not spending their time in Twitter. It's not a platform they use. Now, Threads has a way more diverse usage among different demographics. And then it can make a lot of sense. And this is a very, very fun, a place where you can be very, very creative. And in a world where everything's turned video, here you have an opportunity of being able to deploy content in a very easy and effective way without necessarily having to invest the time into creating the idea and scripting it and shooting it and sending it to the editor and the captions and all that stuff, which is great, keep on doing that. But here you can just come up with an interesting article with an interesting photograph and just share it. And I think the closest that it comes to is to a little bit of also what a lot of people do in LinkedIn, right? Because LinkedIn is also not, never really been, although LinkedIn, you do tend to see most of times, longer type of posts, and it's a B2B platform, right? Law firms are consumer focused, or at least the ones that listen to this podcast are consumer focused. So, That's why this is a great opportunity to just create creating of creating a different type of content that is more easy to execute. In some cases it could be more scalable as well. So I just love that about it. Now, when it comes down to the ads, what type of ads do I think are going to populate the feeds? I actually do think it's going to be video. I do think it's going to be video, but I also think that we're gonna get an opportunity to do some uh, banner advertising in here that may may work, right? I, for instance, banner advertising is very successful in, in LinkedIn. very successful. It works. It's oftentimes uh, outperforms video. But in threads, I think it's gonna be a hit or a miss. It really it's gonna be determined ultimately, by how much video content ends up existing on the platform. And the way why I think, because when I'm thinking on a lot of the advertising content in YouTube, not in YouTube, in Twitter is actually video content. But the nice thing there is that it actually helps it stand out because most of your feed is not going to be video. And so when you're actually seeing a video, um, it could be end up being something promoted oftentimes and it's giving you a little bit of leverage because when you have a lot of uh, text and then all of a sudden a video shows up it's more likely to somewhat at least at least you know capture your attention for a little bit until you figure it what you figure out what it is and then keep on with your scroll whereas if everything every single thing is video as in tiktok right it may not necessarily uh be what it's um you know May not necessarily create that attention-grabbing effect that it has in other platforms. But as I've said, while I do anticipate a lot of images, I don't think, and I, I, I believe the algorithm probably is not gonna is not gonna want to push a lot of video to try yeah. to yeah to try to balance that. But would you? Do, yeah. I mean, would you rationalize it in that same way, Grace, or do you think that I'm missing something here?
1: No I think I think you're partially correct mostly because it did say it allows you to post videos as well um, a certain yeah, you know formatted and whatever but but um, I do agree with you that it, it is meant to be more like text heavy so it it would make sense that they would introduce the Instagram like video ads to threats. Why wouldn't they if they already have the platform to introduce it and they're already pushing stuff from Instagram so I kind of see, Instagram ads being pushed into threads, potentially, um, to your point. But I also think maybe they will do text ads like Google does. And I'll tell you why. So I think since they're, they're trying to make it more text, and like you said, text heavy, than it is more video or visual, um, even though they can include photos and things like that, I think they might explore the opportunity for text ads like Google does at the top of the, the you know the Google searches. Why? Because I think that they can leverage Instagram video ads and you can pay more for the video ads and you pay a little less potentially for the text ads. I'm not sure, but I, I really do think that they are gonna explore all the ways that they can potentially make money. And I think that includes text ads, video ads, photo ads. Yeah. Carousel ads, right? So I yeah, carousel ads. Those.
0: You're absolutely right. Those are out that's that's a very good format that works there. Terrific for shopping. Terrific for shopping. Yeah. Um, yep. So so yeah. I mean, I you look, the ad stack of uh, Meta is second to none. They have the best ad product in the digital marketing space uh, when to compared to any social media platform. Nobody can beat them. I mean, like the whole product. it it was, it was made to measure. No one, no one was better prepared and geared to create a Twitter alternative than Meta is. There is no doubt about it. And anyone who thinks otherwise, they've been living under a rock because let me just throw at you some names. I cannot even remember the name of these other Twitter ripoffs that just have come and gone. right? But even even very good and thoughtful platforms like Post, right? Post has been a very, very interesting bit, very news-oriented, very creator-inspired, right? Kind of like here are people creating content and you can get to contribute to their building their brand by actually making micro purchases of the material that they are creating or contributing to it or giving them showing them your support through actually tokens and money so that they can you know grow and that's a very interesting model but i mean it's in diapers like that thing's gonna take Wow, years until they reach something. If if it ever happens, I mean, these like these 100 million users in a week is pretty meaningful. It's huge. It's so big, Grace, that you know the question on whether Twitter is going to be around for much longer has been arised, and I don't know if we'll ever going to know the new answer because Twitter is being supported by a billionaire that can keep it on life support for as long as he wants because he can afford it. But it's certainly not a sustainable business and it's really gonna potentially start seeing a real true competitor, not only competing with them in terms of uh, number of active uh, subscribers and users, but also in terms of revenue generation. Because I do not have any doubt, especially as we're heading into the 2024 elections, that Threads is going to have any issues, any monetizing on their platform. So it's certainly a very, very interesting uh, place to be. And as you know, we've said, if you already have an Instagram account and you have not yet Uh, started your effort into positioning yourself in Threads. And by positioning yourself, I'm just saying, just simply create your Threads account and put up one post and let know your community that you're there. Start with that, right? And then start thinking of your content. Spend time in the platform, see what other people are writing. And here is probably one of the best tips that I can give. Um, sure because you cannot use hashtags so you cannot be part of a conversation but here's what you can do find a tweet that you either find interesting controversial or that you have an opinion to and then share that repost it right repost it with your captions above it or comment under it that's another very very good and efficient way to do so so just have fun with it right it's really entertaining it's really really fun it's obviously a time suck but it can also help you now, as we've, as, we see, as we've said, be one of those who is getting 30x the engagement or engagement that they've never were able to generate in Twitter, right? So this is you know the golden nugget. But here's the other thing, Grace, and I'll just leave there before we actually roll into takeaways. I think now we are trained. We are trained as humans, like we've seen it. All of those who are over the age of uh, 20, right? I think we've seen it. Like when first Instagram, uh, Facebook came out, right? It was like, okay, this is it. Nothing ever is gonna beat this, right? And then when Instagram came up, it was like, really? And it happened, right? And then like when uh, TikTok came, it was like, oh, I don't know, like, I don't know if, if, because this is kind of like, a different thing, where is this company? They're not associated, like there's already Snapchat and Snapchat is not that big, right? It's kind of, it was, there were a lot of questions marked and it took time for people to really uh, make their minds on it, okay? But what we've seen right now with threats is that people are not second guessing whether this is gonna be big or not. I'm in it, I'm, I'm running into it because I don't wanna miss out anymore. I've missed out already on three platforms. I'm not going to be missing out on this one. So there's certainly certainly FOMO on steroids when it comes down to social media platforms right now, especially the ones that are backed up by big names. And that's why I'm saying we're probably haven't seen the last bit of it. There's probably a YouTube gameplay uh, game plan or a Google one, if you may want to call it. And there's probably going to be a TikTok uh, expansion as well here, which, may not come so early because they have their own issues to deal with but I think particularly Google are the ones that are on that kind of like lookout. My God, what year has Google had? What year has Google had? Grace, I can see that you're in agreement with me by the expressions you're making.
1: What are yeah, gonna be think...
0: takeaways here? Go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, no, not at all. Um, I think there's a level of safety right? That people feel because they're comfortable with Facebook and Instagram already. And it's been part of their, almost their culture. I mean, even your day to day, Facebook has invaded, right? So why not? So I would say, you know, my first takeaway has to be, if you're not in threads, you better sign up now. Because the reality is, this is, it already has, how many users again, Leo? hundred million. <laughs> exactly. So if you don't sign up, If you haven't signed up, if you don't know about it, I sure hope that you're listening because you need to sign up and you need to be in there because this is going to be something and there will be advertising. And if you're one of the first, guess what? You can get more, right? You get more users, more people looking at your things because you're in there before others. Um, That would be my first takeaway get in there just get in there <laughs> that's which is what you said already yes. and
0: and here here's the thing i i do want to point this out first because a lot of like tiktok has been a very sexy thing for a very long time and it is great but it's so important i don't think and, and because it's, it's as you said right like you've just said it people have been very comfortable with facebook and i don't think a lot of times because of all the bad rep that got you know built for itself over the past years i don't think a lot of people actually understand the fact that Facebook continues to be the social media platform that has the most active users in the entire world, right? And that when you look and compare that against TikTok, for instance, which is a phenomenon, right? In terms of social media, it is still a third of what Facebook has in terms of usage. So it's so powerful to understand that and to to really grasp the idea that there is really uh, no one as better positioned as they are for anything like that. Number two is YouTube, and that's why I say like Google needs to desperately find a way to diversify their social media stack because YouTube is just very limited. Yes, Shorts, great, but what else, right? What else? So, Grace. Let's go into takeaway number two. And I think I will go back to, okay, great. I created my profile, I'm there, now what? And by the way, this is something that we did not mention, but it's important that you know, once you have your threats profile, let's say that you kind of like change your mind or you got into hot water in there and got into a bad, uh, <laughs> Into 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 some bad PR, and you know now your profile is circulating around the network for the wrong reasons, and you wanna delete it. Well, you're gonna have to delete your Insta as well. So you're probably yeah you're probably gonna wanna be uh, mindful about that. Again, shouldn't be you, you should never ever be in a situation that you would want to delete your social media account for whatever reason. But they are so um, connected or there's such an intersection between these two platforms that you wouldn't be able to de- deactivate uh, one and leave the other one, the other one running as far as I understood that. Now, um, how to get started? What are good places? What are good strategies in here? again um first of all let know your community if you've already built up a community in instagram if you've already built up a community in facebook if you've already built up a community in tiktok let know that you're in threats just share it with them hey guys i'm here start following me you'll get some more interesting content for the platform. Now, while you are uh, building up your audience locally because you cannot hashtag and because you are only limited to follow others, uh, what can you do? Well, uh, first of all, the algorithm is being very good at actually showing up stuff that are likely to be of interest to you or putting in front of you people that you're already following in other platforms so that you can easily go and add them to the list that you follow. And here are two tips retweet, right? Share something that you are seeing and add your opinion to it. Okay. Now the other thing here is, um, go to posts that are actually having some engagement and write something valuable, insightful, or if controversy is your thing, controversial and, um, try to get engagement from there. A lot of people, that's, this is the beauty about, you know, seeing the, the birth of a social media platform, is that everything is very organic. Everything is very much uh, building itself. You're not being pushed into doing things that are kind of like hijack your attention, but in a bad way. It's kind of like you more setting up yourself into an exploration of things that you actually care or interest you. So do that, but you know, uh, for the sake of all of us, uh, let's let's keep the platform
1: uh, up, up a nice and friendly place, right? And that's exactly its purpose, right? It's to to make it different in in terms of like you they have users following users instead of content just slamming on your page. So it is supposed to be a different look and feel for your users, for the people following you, and the experience should be different, right? So to to Liel's point, everyone, you know, I would say my third takeaway is. Yes, you need to retweet. Yes, you need to find information that's, that's important to you and that makes sense. Find engaging, engaging posts already that you can then add to your threads. And something simple like just letting them know that you're on threads is a very simple thing to do that you should do immediately and first once you have a Threads account. But my takeaway for this whole thing is decide what you want to come off as. Like, what is your brand? What is your message? And incorporate that as part of this new text heavy view, right? That's what do you want what do you want your people to feel when they come to this new platform? You have an opportunity to not reinvent your brand, but to have people experience your brand in a different way. And text is a different way of experiencing your brand. I mean, we know that from Twitter. And this is adding a couple of other elements like Instagram and Facebook that people are comfortable and used to. So coming over to your Threads account and seeing text is not going to be uncomfortable for the user. Leverage that. Use that. That is now a new opportunity for you as a law firm to get in front of your people in a different way. Have them show a different side of you. So even if you want to use Threads as, you know, maybe profiles of people that are in your firm, that is that's relevant that is something that people want to know they want to know the human story the humanity of the law firm and what's behind it not just words not just reposts, not just this or that remember social media is that it's social so this is another opportunity for you as a law firm to take this experience and make it great for your clients Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah this is a great call, uh, call you know call out for Everyone who's not necessarily been comfortable with the whole video world, okay, number one, try to get comfortable. It's worth it. It's a hundred percent worth it. Okay. Again, it's 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 not necessarily something that's gonna happen from one day to another. The more to do it, the better. But here there is finally a platform that allows you to do text to consumers, not on a B2B type of a setting like LinkedIn does right and not in a place that Facebook that you may not necessarily like anymore because of whatever reason so here you have finally something that it's a little bit more up to uh, today's users uh, preferences in terms of content consumption and it's hot and it's trendy and it probably can work for the style of content that you do so give it a try have fun tweeting and grace I'm just going to say that I've enjoyed this conversation. I know you're going to be gone for a little while, while uh, this thing runs, but I'm looking forward to your return so we can have another great conversation, hopefully with insights of what's happening right now at the A.J. conference.
1: Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Julio. Thank
0: you, Grace. Bye-bye. <music> If you like our show, make sure you subscribe, tell your co-workers, leave us a review and send us your questions at ask at We'll see you next week.